They call him the Rat King. Matthew Tukachuk scores with five seconds left in the game, and the Florida Panthers are headed to the Stanley Cup Final. This is interesting to see the Daily Sports Podcast news, narratives, takes, and gambling. What's up? Uh, yeah, Florida. Ten. <laughs> is this true? Hold on. I think they're 11. I have actually no idea. 10, 9, 9 and 1, 10 and 1 in their last 11, 11 and 1 in their last 12. I don't know. They're 12 and 4 in the playoffs, dude, <laughs> with a sweep. They won in 7, so 3 and 1, and then 4 and 1. So they won 3 in a row, and then they went to 7 and 1, and then 11 and 1 in their last 12. They're 12 and 4 in the playoffs, going to the Stanley Cup final, last team in. I have a stat for you that's one of the craziest stats I've ever heard in my life, and I'm actually not sure how to break this down appropriately. Okay, so let's see. The Panthers, this is according to someone called Adam Vingan. Vingan? I don't know. I'll put it up on the screen there. You can look it up. Okay, so they were in a playoff spot for just 28% of the regular season, which is interesting. Like, who's in, who's out? You know, those tables, like, who's in the hunt? They were in the hunt for 72% of the season, or like not in the hunt. They were not in the playoffs. 190-day regular season, 54 of those days, they were in a playoff spot. They're the only team in the NHL's expansion era, which goes back to the original six, back when like fucking Lyndon B. Johnson was president, to reach the, the Stanley Cup final after spending less than one-third of the season in a playoff spot. They literally fucked around all season, and they got in on the last day thanks to the Penguins falling apart and the Red Wings beating the Penguins and also the Sabres. Like they, they, they were the last team in. And how they are destroying people. But every single game, it was like one of the, I mean, the Lakers-Nuggets series and this series were two of the closest sweeps I've ever seen in my life. I'm not going to go do the research to see if they were actually the closest sweeps because that I don't want to deal with that. Always fun to see what the captain thinks about the conference finals trophies. So first captain to touch it ever was Steve Eisenman in 2002. He didn't care. And then Crosby started touching it in 2009. Because most hockey players don't touch the conference final trophy because they want the Stanley Cup. So they'll just go stand next to it. It's always interesting to see. However, the, uh, the Rat Kings, they don't care, man. I actually don't know who the captain is of the Panthers. Do they have a captain? Or do they just have three A's? They're throwing rats on the ice. I forget what that's about. That's an old thing that they've been doing for years. Rats in the ceiling. Question every year, of course, will they touch it? Will they pick it up? Oh, yeah, Matthew Kachuk gave it a... It looked like he was... Hugging it. Matthew Kachuk doesn't give a Come shit. In an interview after the game, Wayne Gretzky told him to take care of his dad tonight. <laughs> his dad's going to get drunk. Kind of crazy, but we've buried the lead here on this program. Do you remember a month or two ago when Shaquille O'Neal had not yet been served papers. And I said, it would be funny if he was served papers on live TV. Well, he was not served papers on live TV. He was, however, served papers as a result of live television. This is an interview that he conducted last night with Steph Curry. Steph Curry, also part of the FTS lawsuit where they peddled bullshit to the American public and cost a lot of people billions, literal billions of dollars by being paid to peddle bullshit that they kind of maybe should have known that was bull. If Taylor Swift could figure it out, you could figure it out. So here's Shaq talking to Steph. You're my favorite player. I just want to say congratulations, my brother, and thanks for getting me in trouble. Don't say nothing. 
Yeah, be quiet. <laughs> hey, Steph, I know you got the... Uh, he was served later that night, Shaq. Don't say nothing. This is some damn fine reporting from Pro Football Talk who reported the news. There's another organization out there that reported the news. Some website I've never heard of, Scoop or something. So here is this. Look at these, these jack dudes. This is the ad. Okay, so here's, here's, what, here's what happened. This is Mike Florio reporting this because he has a connection. He's been very close with his fans for a long time. And this guy emailed him and included a picture of the affidavit or the summons or whatever the fuck the legal papers called it. Don't care. A fan of Pro Football Talk was at the game and could see Shaq being served papers. And Mike used the word kerfuffle in this report, which is really just a great word. Where is it? Wait, wait, wait I want to see it. Mike, where's kerfuffle? Now, did he take out kerfuffle? Oh, they're starting to name people now. Okay, so now this has been confirmed. This is a new report. This is not the one I read last. Okay, so Shaq has been been served papers. He was served papers two nights ago. It was not last night. I'm getting my nights confused. Two nights ago. The, the arena where the game was played was last year called FTX Arena in Miami, by the way. <laughs> so Shaq has been served. We can all rest easier knowing that Shaq will also have his day in court where he's going to owe people who lost their life savings a shit ton of money, which is good. As it should be. John Cruck, one of the greatest, one of the greatest color commentators in baseball history. He's just like a fat dude who loves baseball. He was really good in, I want to say it was the Kurt Schilling. He was like both the Schilling and Rose Phillies, I believe. I could be wrong about one of those, but like 90s-ish for the Phillies, the team that got walked off by, uh, I forget, was it Joe Thomas? Oh, no. I'm going to forget that guy's name. Joe something. Damn, I'm going to look that up. Whoever walked off for the Toronto Blue Jays in the 90s. Anyway, John Croak was on that team. He's been a fat guy in baseball for a long time. He's awesome. This is a day game between the Phillies and the Diamondbacks yesterday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's an extra inning, so there's a lot on the line. An extra innings. remember, you start with the guy on second base because we don't have all day. And let's just listen to uh, Crooky lose his mind here, huh? So here's the situation. Batters stepping in the box, and the ump is starting to call stuff. In a pitch clock violation, either the batter is out, or the pitcher, uh, they call a balk. So let's just see. Let's just hear Cruck. Here we go. I actually don't know what ended up happening. I just know that people were getting mad. This is what's going on. And now, Thomas oh, called again. Crap. And now, Kimbrell is being charged with the ball. And here comes Rob Thompson. Crap almighty. What a joke. What a circus this game's turned into. Yeah, Rob's hot. He should be. What the Kimbrell supposed to do? They had a meeting for 15 minutes, and he steps on the mound, and they call him. This is a joke. It's all right. Keep making up rules until no one knows what's going on. And now Kimbrell. Honestly, the clip is worth it. I don't really care about the baseball. The clip is worth it. That was so funny. Crucky. You got to relax, bro. You can go home in a reasonable hour. People are starting to get very fussy about how shitty the games are to experience live in person. But I'll be honest with you, the only reason um, the only reason that's true is because it's not hot outside yet. Just wait till July, then you'll be pumped. Then you'll be pumped. When July comes and it's hot outside, you'll be pumped to go home so quickly. Walk outside, see some dinger or walk in the walk out the ball game, see some dingers, go home, totally fine. 
We'll get some pitch clock data later. I'm sure that there's plenty of interesting stuff out there, but the sample size is too small for me to care about. The Miami Heat are now plus 390 to win the NBA Finals. So with Boston beating Miami, all that happened was the odds makers were like, actually, both of you, neither of you are going to beat the Nuggets. I kind of think that a Miami-Boston All-Star team might not beat the Nuggets. Like who? The only thing is that Nikola Jokic isn't super sick at defense. Super sick at everything else. Like unprecedentedly sick. Like best player of all time at his position sick. But not defensively. So that's an interesting little spin zone. Celtics are favored by eight. Oh, so my so the the odds makers think they woke up. It would be so funny if this goes seven, only to just lose at home to Miami. The stars are one and a half point underdogs to the Knights. So Vegas, not the Knights. The odds makers think that the stars will hang on and uh, make this a. Uh, at least drag this out a couple days. It would be fucking hilarious if there were all these sweeps. We have two sweeps now. And we have had possibility of three sweeps. Well, possibility of four. Two of the three have happened already. The Nuggets swept and the Panthers swept. One of those makes sense. The other does not. Let's check in with college baseball. We haven't looked into this at all. The best team in the nation is right down the road from me. Wake Forest. By far the best team in the country. Just shit pumping everybody this year. I had those guys uh, made some ribs for those guys last year at a pool party. That's not, a, that's not, that's not an exaggeration. It really happened. Uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State are fun. They are so hungover, I cannot possibly describe to you. Ole Miss has won just six conference games this year. Uh, Mississippi State has won just nine. If they combined their winning totals, they would be just two games over 500 in the conference. <laughs> Both of them are under five. Well, Mississippi State might be 500. I forget. But there are Mississippi State's around 500, and Ole Miss is like four or five games below 500. The hangover is real which makes sense. If you've ever been to Ole Miss, they probably are actually still literally hungover. Got some world, some rumors swirling in Utah in the baseball realm. Um, people are sort of suggesting that Salt Lake City might be the next place that baseball expands. And it's an interesting situation. For someone that knows Utah... It's not as Mormon as you'd think in Salt Lake City. It's getting increase, increasingly less Mormon. Now, this is the LDS capital of the world. It's where the church is headquartered. The majority of, of LDS culture is in suburbia, and any all urban cities are in some ways the same. And Salt Lake City is no different. I think the population of LDS, regularly practicing LDS people in metropolitan Salt Lake City and one or two of the surrounding suburbs is like around 50% or maybe lower. It's also a place where a lot of businesses have headquarters and regional offices. I believe Goldman Sachs' biggest non-New York City office is in Salt Lake City. I could be wrong. I think that's true. So it makes and the reason that matters, Adobe is in South Salt Lake City, but in a different town. The reason this matters is because you want business people to be there. Um, the other places that want a, a, a ball club are um, Nashville and Charlotte. And I think that they're going to get one. The rumor is that the Brewers might not be crushing it in Milwaukee and the Rays we know are not crushing it in South Florida or West Florida, whatever you want to say, Tampa. So something, I think something's going to happen there and it would just be too funny if it was this Salt Lake Brewers and the Utah Jazz. Salt Lake City, a city of course known for its jazz and drinking culture. Remember Jamie Benn, he cross-checked that guy in the face, one of the greatest spin zones of all time. He said he just fell. He said he just fell on a guy. Listen to him. Uh, just unfortunate play. Um, I think I just need to be more responsible with uh, my body and my stick. And 
What he's saying is that he fell on the guy's face. Um, you know, put my team in a tough situation, so. Yeah. Um, no, I told, no, for sure, you're the that's captain. pretty unfortunate. That was my first shift of uh, a game. Of what? The captain's first shift is 90 seconds in and he does that? Uh, on home ice when I was pretty jacked up. And, um, yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, you crushed down it. Down one nothing, so you want to. Crush that, you got to throw out. Yep. You know, try and get your team going. Emotions are high. and. Um, yep, totally. You know, it was just uh, an unfortunate play. You know, obviously didn't want to take a five-minute penalty, but... Um, I do love that the media is like, hey, 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 you have to do media, you're required. We're going to ask you about the 90 seconds you played. Tell us about how you fucked everybody. Um, you know, the game happens fast. Uh, totally, so fast. Emotions are high and... Um, Were emotions high? Obviously would have liked to to not fall, fall on him and um, uh -huh. I guess use my stick as a... Wait, 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 I screwed up. Landing point. His stick is a landing point. Let's watch. But, and then, where was the was contact? He, was he just landing? Watch him, watch him bench press. Was in the jaw area. Boom, yeah, He's landing. Right Dude, landing. He fell on him. I've done that to my brother many times. <laughs> what a douchebag Jamie Ben is now and has always been world without end. Amen. Get you out of here on this. What's people talking about today? Not sports. Vanderpump. Do you know the drama of Vanderpump? There are many podcasts that can catch you up. Here's the drama. It's a reality TV show about a bar, and two people were married, but for years, one of the people that were married, the guy was fucking one of the people who works with them, and now everyone's mad, and last night was the reunion, and here is the drama from the reunion. The guy in the gray hair, if you're watching this on YouTube or Spotify, the guy in the gray hair is the host. The guy that is being yelled at is one of the dudes on the show. If you don't, you really don't need any other context to know how awesome this is, and I will be watching this when sports ends over the summer. Say something. The word bully, okay, we ain't teaching pre-K here. Okay. This is f***ing Bravo. Yes. yes. All right? It's we all Bravo. signed up for it. Ain't nobody bullying anybody. Bullying is not an age Please. thing. But listen, Mister, I, you are a bully. my friends behind okay, is that my... Is that get out of jail free card? No, it's no. a call. Everything. I don't give a f*** what you have you to you say because I think you you're a think piece of I think you're a piece of I think you should shut the Talking. I think you've always triggered me, and so has she. I mean, it's our. I, I can't. I literally. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened. The clips are. The clips are bananas. I just. I, I can't. It's so amazing. Hold on. I'm trying to find more. I'm trying to find more. Oh my god, one more. Hurry before the song ends. This is interesting to see. This first podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Or is, is this it? No, no. Uh, there it is. He's the one that said it first, Andy. Stay in the chair. That's all first. you have to do is... Okay. Okay, go pee, but Pussy stay bitch. in the chair, dude. Pussy Honestly. bitch. Honestly. You're a worm with a mustache. You're a worm with a stay in the chair, dude. Stay in the chair.